During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. Welcome back to Kind of Funny Reactions. This time, we are reviewing A Quiet Place 2. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by the big dog, Kevin Coelho. It's a good movie, guys. It's a good movie. Your, your border can't even contain your excitement, Kevin. You're bursting out mean? of the seams at the what bottom there. Ah, Look at that. Fuck. Yeah. So, so much time fixing it. Leaking out. <laughs> How excited are you, the new face of video games? Blessing at AOEA Jr. Oh, yeah. We got to be got to be real quiet. It's going to mess up the gates at some point, but we got to be quiet, guys. For the rest of the review, we're going to be talking like this. What a movie, no, dude. You. We will not do that. What a, what a movie. Not only that, a return to theaters for us. Real quick, yep. before we get into it all, this is Kind of Funny Reactions, where each and every week, sometimes multiple times a week, we review the latest TV and movies going on. Uh, earlier this week, we reviewed season one of MODOK on Hulu. Before that, we were reviewing Star Wars Bad Batch. Whole bunch of cool stuff going on. And as movie theaters are now back at... As we are all now vaccinated, we can come back to the theaters, and we're going to be doing that a lot. So we will be reviewing a whole bunch more movies as the summer continues. I'm a little shocked, guys, that right now we can't buy tickets for movies like past next week. So it's like tickets aren't up for Fast 9. Tickets aren't up for Black Widow. And I'm like, I'm getting stressed, you know? This feels like the old times, those old, the old days of like needing to buy tickets for everybody. But whatever. It's an exciting time because we are back in the theaters. I bought tickets for Into the Heights for like yeah. a couple weeks really? now, and That's I was cool. like, "Yeah." And it it was one of those things where I was like, "Fuck, I've forgotten how to buy a movie ticket. How does this work?" Like my friends texted me the seats they're getting, and I'm like, "Okay, yeah, okay, but these seats are blocked out. Is that a COVID thing? Is that like that you can't get seats that are next to other people?" I was very confused the whole process, and I think that's just the fact that haven't been to a theater in over a year, and going into this movie after not being in a theater in over a year, what an experience, dude. We were the first people ever in this auditorium. So the theater we went to is brand new. It was we went day two of the theater even being open, and, and it was the first day that the RPX, whatever uh, special shit, we were there for. They, we were the first people there so much that the like manager of the place came over and took a picture of me and Gia because we were the first people to buy alcohol at the bar. That's awesome. <laughs> I want our picture on the wall of this theater so my children will be raised seeing that their parents are alcoholics. <laughs> You know what else is dope? That theater had a new theater smell. I didn't oh, know that yeah. was a thing that could happen. Yeah, the auditorium smelled new, and I was like, "Shit, man, this is this is something right here." Nobody said yeah, it was, this it was <laughs> crazy because there were, I think maybe six or seven people in the, the whole theater, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I think made the the whole experience so much stronger when the movie oh, went yeah. silent, which it did a couple of times. Everything was quiet, you know. It was so yeah. quiet. No, but I mean, like you know, when they should take take off, like, the, yeah, like, radio silence. Yeah, yeah. like total yeah. silence. It would drop, and it'd be like, oh, what's happening? 
What's happening? Yeah, What's don't happening? make yeah. any sound. Yeah. And I hear yeah. Bless like grab some popcorn. I'm like, what yep. are you doing, Blessing? <laughs> Before we get into spoilers and all that stuff, though, let's talk on a spoiler-free level about what we think about A Quiet Place 2. Blessing, start us off. Yeah, this was magnificent. It reminds me a lot of the conversation we have about The Last of Us and The Last of Us Part 2, where uh, if you had asked me before we got The Last of Us Part 2 if The Last of Us needed a sequel, I would have been like, no, like don't make a sequel to The Last of Us. It's such a good standalone story. I don't need anything more out of that universe. And then we get The Last of Us Part 2, and I felt like that game perfectly... Uh, 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 that game was a perfect sequel to the first, right? It perfectly stands on its own. It perfectly carries carries forward the themes and everything you loved about The Last of Us Part 1. A Quiet Place Part 2 did the same for me, where uh, coming out of The Quiet Place one, Part 1, when they announced The Quiet Place Part 2, I was like, no, I don't want a sequel to A Quiet Place Part 2. I don't want more out of that story. I feel like what we got was enough. I don't need answers. I don't need anything else. And they did such a good job in this new movie, um, uh, giving us more stuff that felt like it stood up to the first movie like this feels like just as good of a movie if not even a little bit better uh in some in some regard than the first movie like there are some things in the first movie that i like better like i think the ending in the first movie is way and i'm not going to talk about anything about the ending right now but like the ending in the first movie i would say is way better you know if you remember the first movie the way they build that ending i think is just magnificent and this movie didn't have as strong of one but I think the middle parts of this movie stood so strong. The uh, places where they built tension were so strong. The places where you could tell the, the places where they did the thing that horror does so well, where it is, there are multiple things happening in multiple different places and we're cutting back and forth between them. And the tension is building in all situations. They knocked those parts out of the park. And I absolutely adored this movie. Evan. I'm like 95% with bless. I think this movie was incredible it had me literally on the edge of my seat multiple times i was like hold up let's focus for a second everything's gonna be all right <laughs> uh it i also didn't think we needed a part two uh and like god it's funny because we've at this point waited over like a year right for this it was supposed to come out well, last this was, march this was the first movie to get delayed because it was the closest it was about to be released i think the release yeah. date was like march 26th and yeah. March, March 15th is when everything went down. So it's like, or around there. So yeah, this and James Bond were the first movies to really get the bump. Yeah. So, I mean, like there's been a lot of time for us to like, think about it where it's like, what are they going to do? And I feel like going in, it was such a stronger experience that I thought that they would have come in. And like, it's, it was, man, I was blown away. The, the thing that I kind of disagree with blessing is that like, I like the way this one ended. I also feel like it ended strongly. I, I like granted, you know, yeah, I don't, let's not get into too many details of stuff, but like the first one has a big moment at the end where shit goes down and like this one I I like I think that they do a good job not pairing that moment, but like having its own like really intense psych out moment. Yeah. I like it a lot. Like a lot. Yeah, I, th I thought this movie was utterly fantastic. I, I was so happy that the return to theaters for us was an experience this good. And this is a movie you have to see in theaters. Like, I cannot recommend it enough because it is that group experience of need. It's It almost feels like a video game because there's like an interactive element of like, you need to be quiet. And I know you're always supposed to be quiet in theater, but like this has that extra level of stress and tension where you're just so in, it's so immersive. And John Krasinski, the, the director of, of this one, crazy. Like how the fuck did Jim from the office direct these movies? You know, like there's such a, a talent there and the, the cast was fantastic. I didn't know that Killian Murphy was, uh, was in the movie at all. 
Like that, that's such a, such a cool thing that he killed, knocked out of the park. I thought his performance was great. I thought his character had really, really good motivations that they kind of like, uh, followed through with. And that created a dynamic in, in this movie that I didn't think could be this successful. Like I'm right there with you guys where I didn't need a part two, thought it was going to be more of a cash grab, thought it was going to, uh, answer questions that only raise questions we don't want to be asking. Didn't do that at all. This was extremely, extremely uh, stressful to watch in the best ways horror movies can be. I think that they take the gimmick and really stretch it in the most creative ways imaginable. And none of it felt like a retread of the last movie while still kind of referencing the last movie and giving us the moments of tension and like, oh, fuck that we got in the first one just by seeing elements of the first one. And I don't want to go too far into that yeah. just because I think there's some really cool moments that this one plays with. Uh, but I, I highly recommend you guys go out and see this in the theater. Having said all that, let's get into full spoiler mode so we can say whatever the hell we want. Blessing, you're now unleashed. Go. Dude, when that kid got his, his uh, uh, foot trapped in the bear trap, I've never oh. felt pain like that through a screen before. Oh my god! Like you're so I felt right. It's <laughs> it like fucked man. up. When he screams, it's that. like there's nothing you can do but scream. Like you shouldn't mm -hmm. be, but like I get it. You know. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. I just wanted to touch on something that, like Tim, you were saying uh, before the spoilers about the motivation with with this guy. That was there was a couple things in the movie that where I was like. Why are they going this way? And I really felt like the 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 fact that everyone or like the the family from the first movie compared that guy to their dad and were like, "You're not Lee." I did not understand where all of this came from. Like, I felt like it, it seemed like this was like a family friend, maybe like a someone they saw in the community, but th like that they were talking that Lee uh, John Krasinski was like some temple staple of the, the community that everyone knew and respected. And it's just like, I don't think he's like, I, I didn't get the connection they were trying to make that like, Oh, he's trying to be like, just as like in charge as, as Lee was. I, I, I agree with you entirely. Cause I do think that that, that and the monster ending up on the boat and them not noticing it. Those are the two big things for me. Yeah, where you kind of like hand, hand wave and just be like, well, that's fucking weird. Uh, but the other thing is for to to address what you're saying, they tried to set it up by having him be cool with the police officer and and him kind of ha talking to Killian Murphy yeah. at the baseball game and all those things where it's like they were setting it up that in the small town he was above the law in a lot of ways, like he was respected and everybody did like, know who he was. But it was just it was weird having the kid, especially the deaf girl, uh, kind of like talking shit to this dude, like you're not my fucking dad. It's like yeah. Yeah, he's not. He's this dude, like he's not even trying to be. Like he's just trying to survive. In fact, he wants you guys out. <laughs> you know, like he's Wait. trying to he's trying to be be by himself. As just a quick response to the um, the one of the aliens getting on the boat, um, mm -hmm. it was like a different boat that I think just drifted there. That's the boat that they were uh like a bunch of the uh, like weird people that were attacking mm -hmm. them were on that boat. And remember, like the boat the alien was like slashing on on that boat so mm -hmm. i think he just like cut the boat somehow loose and then the couldn't leave the, the boat so just waited and drifted onto the island but i mean you know mm -hmm. convenient also if you arrive somewhere and you're like hey we want to start this radio transmission thing that makes a noise that hurts them and they're like 
Ah, uh, let's wait till tomorrow morning to do that. No. Why? Let's go Why? now. Yeah, let, let's go <laughs> right now. You know what? It's a great time to go. This moment. Mm-hmm. I I really liked the the premise though of like when you really think about the the plot of it because these type of movies you always kind of try to get ahead of like you're trying to figure out what's going to happen and what are they going to do because you're trying to outsmart the movie that's just how human beings do things right, when it comes right, right. to entertainment and when they get to the island and you see them all partying and there's a barbecue happening all that it was such a sense of like holy shit like I didn't expect this in this movie and like I, it's like the end of I Am Legend right where it's like oh wow like we're going somewhere I didn't expect them to to do in this and the there's a lot of Last of Us comparisons we can make uh, uh to these movies and that's only good things like it's, I definitely think they nailed that vibe but it did get me to think like oh are we gonna have uh a, a David situation here like Last of Us like are these people mm-hmm. like not who they say are they, they are this, is, yeah. this seems like it, we're going in a pretty predictable way of like they welcome them in and then they take them over especially after just seeing them essentially get jumped by fucking psychopath group right but for them to not do that and have just the twist or like the the, not twist but like the development be one of the monsters came to the island is now fucking up the island i was like whoa this is a fresh take i haven't seen this before good job john krasinski because this is exactly the type of thing i'm looking for for and the difference between this movie just being another horror sequel and like oh this is something special like you made sure that you weren't too tropey you and you made sure that when things happened the audience was like Whoa, cool, instead of like, saw that coming. This episode is brought to you by Babbel. For most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. I know that's true for me for sure. Spanish did not go well at all. Now, thanks to Babbel, the number one selling language learning app, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. Greg Miller's been doing this, trying to learn a little bit more French to be able to communicate with Jen and the family. Hopefully, you know, soon he'll be able to go see him again and they'll be able to talk and he'll be able to show off all the words that he learned uh, using Babbel. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Uh, Babbel designs their courses with practical real-world conversations in mind, things that you'll actually get to use in everyday life. That's key. Uh, Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. Uh, Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and use promo code MORNING. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, code MORNING. Babbel.com code morning for an extra three months free language for life. Yeah. I got to shout yeah. out the moment too, where they make it to the radio station and they're in the garage and the dude is like, fuck, did I drive too fast? Like I'm, I'm, I, I lost them. I have to go back and immediately the dude thing it. grabs it and dude gets knocked down, which was slightly funny, but then also horrifying at the same time. Uh, I was totally the opposite. I was totally opposite where I hated that moment because, like, as soon as they go in and he's like, I'm going to close this 60% of the way, I was like, bro, come on. Like, (laughs) you know what, like, happens in the world when you leave things half open. Something hears you and eats you. And it's just like, uh, I think the movie did a really good job pacing wise of the scares and making sure that every jump scare felt earned and, and felt in the world. And it didn't feel just like it was trying to scare audience members. They were trying to scare the characters. And that's such a, a cool thing where we, we often see characters like walking down a hallway and like looking around corners and like there's somebody there. The character gets scared. We get scared. Sometimes we get scared by the character going, <gasps> you know what I mean? Like even yeah. not the scary thing itself. But what I liked about that scene, and they do this a couple times in this movie, is we know that things are going to go bad for this guy. 
I don't think we expected them to go bad for him right then. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Oh, like, yeah. for that monster, because yeah. we had the sense that the monster was a little further away. Like for it to just be like, bam, right then I was like, oh shit, we are, we're moving. And this movie fucking moves. It is an hour, 36 minutes. And they use every single minute to either build the tension, to have a moment of release or to just run, run, run. And it is stressful as hell. And the use of sound in this movie deserves so many awards. I can't believe how good it was. And having different levels of silence is such an interesting idea, right? Mm-hmm. Where we, we would have times where it was just absolutely silent, but then we would have times that it's like kind of what this girl is hearing uh, with her hearing aid. Then there's uh, times that it was just like, we're hearing everything. And then there were times that depending on what character was the focus of the camera, we hear what they're thinking. Like early on in the movie, we see John Krasinski running and like grab her while the camera's with her, it's quiet. And then he grabs her and then all of a sudden the sound's there. Oh, I'm like, fuck, that's this so is so cool. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah, and I got to we got to shout out um Reagan the daughter. Her performance in the movie is immaculate. Like the whole the whole central good. family, their whole performance is great, but the way that she was emoting while using sign language and you know, the way that we totally felt what she was saying without actually hearing the words, that's something that rarely happens, right? Because we rarely get a movie that is so focused on on sign language in this way. And the way the way that they were able to convey so much through emoting and through signing, I thought was just done super well the dive the, moment the i'm dive a sucker for that great. i'm a sucker for a good I, setup and they and i feel like they, yeah i don't know if that was a good setup because it was so obvious right like they 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 set it up like the one conversation he has with her before all of this is that but like you're right tim it felt so mm-hmm. earned when he just goes and it's just like all right also what See, a fucking plan of like all right fuck it i'm gonna put the bells on this guy yeah like that's oh, bold. Yeah. also See, yeah, I thought that was I thought that, that was a, a adult moment because I didn't put it together that that was the same sign that he learned at the beginning of the movie until after the movie where Tim was talking about it. Like, I just thought he was just like trying his best to, to tell her what to do. Uh, and for that, like, I think it was dope because you don't even have to realize it. Right. You Like you get what it is in that moment without understanding the payoff. And if you're paying full attention, it just pays off that much more, which is why I like it. Yeah, the one of the scenes talking about the the motivation of this guy. But what I liked is pretty early in the movie. There, there's the bit where you know she goes out to by herself to go do this radio transmission, which we're all like, "Don't go!" But also, go. You have to do this. Like, it's that weird back and forth. Like, that's good. Yeah. That's good character development, right? Yeah. And as she's going, they send the the guy after her, and they have the, their conversations, and he you know shoots the the monster uh, to save her. Which, by the way, every single time she does the thing where she like blasts him with the sound and shoots, it's like this is some video game shit, and I love. Oh yeah, it. yeah. Translating that's, that this felt very her, resonant. Oh well, her not to- being totally. able to, to cock the shotgun, I was so stressed because it's like you can't just do that with one hand. Put the thing down. But uh, I love that scene, what it turns into of uh, them trying to learn to communicate to each other, her telling him, like, you need to enunciate, like, look at me and enunciate and all that. And him really struggling and trying to to figure it all out. Then the night comes and when it wakes up and she has nothing and it's dead silent, she doesn't have her ear thing. It was like, you motherfucker. And like, I felt that so real. And I love the way they resolved it. I love that all of a sudden he steps into frame, the sound comes back and it's like, no, he's not leaving her. And I was like, thank God. Cause like I was, I believed he was going to, you know, I believed that he was bad. So that, that it's those bits that I really thought the motivation really, really like worked for me. Yeah. The entire time I was whispering to Paula, I was like, it makes no sense. There's no reason he would be bad. Like nothing they have shown sh- tells us that he wants hey, man, to go off. He was off Scarecrow and Batman. 
He has yeah, a past. He was Scarecrow and Batman. He does have a past. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I disagree with that, Kev, because I feel like from what they showed, he was like, you, you have to get out in 24 hours, and I don't want this. And he was asking questions like, how, how does that thing work? And it totally could have been like, I need this weapon to take sure. these things down. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. better by myself, you know? Mm-hmm. The, I, yeah, I, I want to say... Go for it. Oh, I was just going to say the last scene or the you know last sequence where uh, we're getting the two shots, the one of... Um, Emily Blunt and the kid in the crazy container furnace. Yeah, the whole yeah, and the other one with uh, uh, the Gillian radio station in the in the radio station. Like, oh my god, that was so intense. That was so intense because it was like I don't want to lose. Like we already lost John. You know what I mean? Like let's not Mm -hmm. do this again. Like I get it. He's a good guy. He's gonna sacrifice himself, but let's not do this. Yeah, it was super intense. It was super intense. My one thing is that I felt like the moment that we got before to, uh, toward the ending of the second act was just like twice as intense. So by the time we got to that last one, I wasn't like I was tense, but I wasn't as tense. You know, like when the the buildup of the uh, the one where they're at the dock with the crazy people mm-hmm. and they they have her and they're going back and forth between that and then um, the kid and the baby being stuck in the furnace uh, and losing out on oxygen. That to me is one of the like one of the most tense moments I've had watching a movie ever, you yeah, know, like, because you're you're having like these 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 alternating alternating different types of horror, right? Like the the, the horror of of suffocation and like having a baby there with you, like yeah. suffocating oh at the same terrifying. time, and then the mom being face to face with one of the monsters, and then these people being jumped by other people. Fuck, like, this movie's the, good, man. Yeah, the way they're going back and forth between those and building all that tension at the same time and the music was building at the same time, I thought it was just beautifully done. That by the time we get to the later one, still still a super dope moment, but I was like, I, by that time I'd already come down enough where I was like, okay, yeah. cool. Like, I can handle this compared I mean, to what we the, just got. This movie is filled with so many of those extremely high tension things. And you're like, bless, I had forgotten about that scene. And like the yeah. mom lighting it on fire not to blow it up but like to get the fire extinguishers to go off so that it makes noise and it can't hear or like see her or hear her i guess yeah yeah uh, mm-hmm. like that's yeah. brilliant like that ugh, this, oh this movie yeah. was so good what an awesome experience that was i also love the ending too of how you know once we get to the the end game once we're in the the radio place and you know we're dealing with the final bit in the furnace as it was like kind of ratcheting up and it was just the back and forth of just like tension 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 they win they do the thing they need to do credits hit and i was like oh holy shit like we didn't spend time doing the whole like resolution where is everybody and like what happened after this and did they say we don't need that it's just like boom that was fucking crazy let's go off on a high note of tension I think that also does open the door for part three, which oh, absolutely. they did such a good job with part two that I'm fully invested. Like I, the kids are going to be a lot older this next time, but, um, they already were here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing the kids which play is, baseball. It's like, Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but whatever. yeah, it, it's oh, funny. Yeah. Cause what they, they, what they, do you guys think, what do you guys think a part three would be? Because like, do you think, do you think another one's going to show up on the Island or for some reason they had to evacuate or, would it be different characters? I feel like a part I, three, I have a hard time figuring out what a part three would be. I mean, I imagine it would be them kind of taking it in a very different direction for at least the beginning parts. And then maybe it turns back into more of a smaller story where they have to be quiet and shit. Because I think the idea is that them getting the radio transmission, they're transmitting it everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you still so, have to turn on the radio and set it to the right thing, right? Yeah, but I mean, I imagine it's them kind of taking over... <laughs> 
uh, yeah. America little by little, like Walking yeah. Dead style, kind of like, you know, gaining people or whatever. But it's like, we don't know what the rest of the world looks like. Like, they, they did such a good job of giving us just enough. And even this movie starting it off like, oh, it's aliens. We didn't need that. But it's like, so they cool. did it in Glad a way that. that kind of gave us what we what we kind of wanted without asking for, right? So I I trust them with three. We we keep bringing up Last of Us, but I, it, I'm i right there with you, Bless, where Last of Us 1, we beat it. We're like, we don't need a Last of Us 2. Last of Us 2, we beat it, and we're like, you know what? I'll take a Last of Us 3 because I fucking trust them. And like, mm-hmm. that's exactly where I'm at with this, where it's like, I would love uh, Quiet Place Part 3 directed by Krasinski because he definitely, oh, yeah. he's, he's got, he's he's got, got, the, he's got stuff. the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Bless. <laughs> But yeah, definitely, definitely love this movie. Think you should go watch it. Um, it. Any criticism I have of it, like the moment that you start questioning things, like I don't, I don't really like this. You move it on to something else, and you are completely enthralled. So go check it out and stay tuned here to YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny. If you like video games, guess what? A great thing to do would be go to going to youtube.com slash kind of funny games or twitch.tv slash kind of funny games because it's e3 time baby we're reacting to a whole bunch of different stuff if there is a press conference chances are we are reacting to it and if you want to see our faces in similarly sized squares reacting to a video that's where you're going to want to be until then though i love you